Hello and welcome to your Sports Memo Podcast. My name is Calvin Emeka Omoka and it is my pleasure to have you listen to our show once again. For this show today, I have got the privilege and the pleasure of the company of Super Falcons goalkeeper, Chiamaka Naduzie. Chiamaka will be with us in the port where she is in... Um, from France, where she is with her with her club side. So, please stay tuned, and I'll be right back with the Super Falcons goalkeeper. Hello, and welcome back to your Sports Bemo podcast. I've got with me Paris FC and Super Falcons goalkeeper Chamaka Naduzi, who will be speaking to us from her Paris base. Um, thank you for coming on your Sports Bemo podcast, Chamaka. Chamaka, welcome to your Sports Memo podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Right, um, let me start with, I spoke to former your one of your teammates, Onomeyebi, and she said to me that um, amongst all the World Cups that she had played, that the France 2019 World Cup was her best World Cup ever. For you, you were in France um, a year earlier for the under-20s. Now, Comparing that under 20s experience and the experience of France 2019, what was it like for you? Um, the, the, the senior World Cup was the best. It was the best. Yes, it was the best World Cup for me. But um, the under 20 World Cup was also better because um, I learned a lot of things from there. Yeah. You know, it's a good thing you mentioned that under 20. Um, I remember when FIFA was establishing all these age group, age grade tournaments, they were saying that it, it was to prepare um, footballers for when they would play um, the main the main tournaments. So you're saying that the how did that under 20 prepare you for um, the senior World Cup of a year later? Um, you know, under 20 team. Um, is is the team that you play then after there you move to the senior team so when when we are in the camp our coach will always tell us that I'm going to I'm going to go hard on you guys because after under 20 you get senior team so I'm going to go hard on you as if I'm training the senior ones so when you get there it won't be hard for you so and again under 20 World Cup is a, it was a tough World Cup um like so many matured women they were there despite their age they were so strong and some of them was was in club size like good 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 club size mm. in europe in spain yeah mm. different countries so i think under 20 world cup prepared me prepared me enough yeah for the senior world cup though i never knew i was going to be in the senior world cup but one thing about me, I I always prepare myself ahead of time, no matter what is coming. Yeah. You, you know that France, that France 2019 World Cup was such a huge, huge tournament. I I I remember when Nigeria played at the first World Cup, Women's World Cup, in 1991. I was in I was in university and it was in China at the time. It was just nobody, very few people paid attention to to it. But come France 2019, and it was such a monument. Every game, every game, the crowd in every match. Now, 
I also remember watching your under 20 World Cup and most of the uh, matches were played to empty stadiums. How did you adapt to playing to before such huge crowds at the Senior World Cup in 2019? Well, first of all, um, being a footballer, you don't have to be scared of the crowd. I know it's not easy to play in the in crowd. Mm. Um, and again, to play against the host team. Like, when, when in my under-17 time, when we went to South Africa, we played against South African under-17 in Johannesburg. Like, in my goal post, like, the fans of the South African team, they were at my back and they were singing. So, they were distracting me. I couldn't control my defense. I couldn't talk to anyone. I was so scared. And I made some mistakes then. Okay. But thank God, I kept a clean sheet at the end of the day. We just won one nil. So after that, my coach was like, what was wrong with you during the game? This is not you I used to know. So I told him I was scared, the fans, the crowd, everything. No, that was my first time seeing such crowd. Mm. You understand? So he was like, I should not allow the crowd to deceive me or to draw away my attention in anything I'm doing. So I think I learned, I learned it. Yeah, it's not easy. It's not easy to play in crowd. So, and again, I've known France, I've known uh, France national team, and, I, and I've also known their fans to be like that. You know, we played a friendly game against them before the World Cup. Yes, that horrible game. So, yes, so I've known them, so I know that's how it's going to be. So I was just, I was just focused. Yeah. Do, do, do you, um, after that opening game, you now became, you came in for the next game in that World Cup. When was, when did the coach tell you that you were starting the, the next game? Um, he didn't tell me. They, they called, the coaches, they called for a meeting. Mm-hmm. So when, when, we, when we came for the meeting, so after the match analysis, the previous match, and they showed us, um, you know, normally if we have a game, they will play um, videos of the game for us so we can monitor the players and also he will teach us um, how to play set piece, other things. Mm-hmm. So after that, so it was just like a surprise. I never knew. No, nobody told me and I wasn't expecting it. You understand? Mm-hmm. So it was, when, normally they don't call the list. They will just paste it on the board oh, or on the screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You will look at it. You understand? Mm-hmm. So after everything, so he was like, okay, let's check out the list of the players starting the game. So for him to uh, to swipe number one, I saw my name. So how I was shocked. How did your heart? What happened to your heart when you saw your name? To be, to be sincere with you, I was scared. I was like, this is a joke. It's a mistake. <laughs> understand? So I was so scared. You know when when. Like it was an unexpected thing, you understand. So I was scared. I told myself, no, 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 this is not me. I can't, you understand. So I was scared, but I did as if nothing happened because I don't just have to cast myself in everyone's presence. Mm-hmm. So it was when I went inside. So my I told my roommates, I can't do this. Who was your roommate? So my roommate, um, because you're Kobe. Okay. So. And I also told Desire Paranos because she was the closest person there to me in the camp. 
I also told her I can't do this, and she was the captain as well. So I was like, I can't do this. It's not possible. So she was like, Come on, girl. You we didn't come here to talk us to eat. Others that that are playing, they don't have to hurt. This is the opportunity. You just have to try. Show yourself. Don't give up. So I have to encourage myself and other things. So that was how everything happened. But you know, you know, footballers have you all have pre-match rituals, things that you do um, before the game, the night before the game, the things that you do in the morning, even the things that you do in the dressing room. Right. You said that when you found out you were playing, you were petrified. You were scared. Huh? What extra, if you did, what extra pretty much things did you do to, to calm yourself down going into that game? Well, me, I don't have pretty much rituals. You understand? Mm-hmm. To be sincere with you, I don't have. Like me, maybe I do the things I do on a normal day. I wake up, I pray. After my breakfast, I I talk to some people that I need to, that are important, that I need to talk to. Um, after that, I play music. That's just the only thing I do. What kind of music do you yeah, listen to? I, yeah, maybe sometimes, maybe in the morning, I will just start with worship songs. You understand? Mm-hmm. Uh, after worship songs, maybe during the, while going to the field, I will play maybe hip-hop inside the bus. Yeah, not just me, the players. We love playing music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whenever we are going uh, yeah, into the stadium, we play music in the dressing room, we play music. So there won't be any dull moment. Yeah. yeah. So I don't just have much ritual. I'm just me. Right. I believe what is in you, you can do anything, whether ritual or no ritual. What's in you is in you. Yeah. Okay. You, you know, you, you talked about the when you have meetings. Um, um, practical meetings and all of that. Goalkeeping is a is a specialist position. Now at Paris FC, because you've, even from Rivers Angel, and now that you're in Paris, is there? Do you uh, do you, do they train you goalkeepers also to be part of the tactics of a team? Um, because I, I remember one of your interviews with one of our um, one of our reporters um, after you come back from walk up, you talked about how. The goalkeepers that you like, Matt, um, Matt Pagan of um, of Barcelona, the way he can play with his feet. Now, because of the new rules, do you get involved in in attacking tactics for your for your club and even for the national team under Denerbi? Um, yes, yes, I do. Yeah, I do. My coaches are they are they are a set of coaches. They want everybody to be at the same pace. You understand? Mm-hmm. They want everybody to be on the same pace. And again, sometimes when we are playing, when the players are playing, they will always call us, hey, go join the players. You understand? Okay. So from there, we, we, yeah, from there, we will build our confidence, our strength, because the players, they want to jam you. They wouldn't want a goalkeeper to dribble them okay. or to mess them <laughs> up. They want to go hard on you. They want to jump you. They will want to do one or two things for you to be dull. Yeah. yeah. So from there, we get some strength, some experience, and some confidence. So you you know the you you you're able to um, to play out from the back with the feet into passing into your defenders. Is that does that come easy now for you because of such training drills? I won't lie for you. 
I don't have any problem with that. You understand? Mm-hmm. Because, like, um, like, uh, kudos to um, Coach Danjuma Stobakurungu. During mm-hmm. the under-20 time, mm-hmm. sometimes we, the goalkeepers, um, like, most of the time we play with the players. Mm-hmm. You understand? Even sometimes, if there is a penalty, the coach will call you from the goal post, go and play. You understand? Sometimes, during the training, the coach will tell the defenders, keep giving the goalkeeper pass, even if an attacker is there, give her. Okay. You understand? So, yeah, he's a man that he will take his time to teach you something. Even if it, even if it will take him one week, he wouldn't mind. He will make sure you learn. He will always tell the defenders, Give her. We are, this is training. It's not a match. We are learning. Give her the pass. Give her, and she will always tell the attacker when they give her the pass, go with pressure. So it's something that we learned. Yeah, we built. You know, go go keeping area is not something you just come out and say, I go keeper. There are some processes. There are a lot of processes and a lot of things you have to undergo. Yes, I just came out from nowhere. To the national team but people don't know i've been learning this somewhere hidden before i came out i don't know if you understand i i you have uh, just you have absolutely helped me because i was going to back up a bit to ask you what led you into football for someone so young what led you to football and I, and what led you not just into football to decide to be a goalkeeper how did how did all of that pan out well, first of all, me being a footballer, it runs in the family. You understand? Oh my yeah, from my like the last time I spoke with my sister, my sister was like, I wish that allowed me to play like you. You understand? She to love you. She was like, I wish Yeah, she played also. My elder brother even my dad was an ex he was an ex footballer. But during their days, nothing like love side, you understand? Yeah. They played all this village league, yeah, and he was a very good attacker. To the extent they gave him a guy name. So what I is, was to my his guy name? surprise. His guy name is Otika. Like maybe if you're a defender you want to attack him, he will tell you if you come now, I will tika you. Like it's my tribal language. Mm. You understand? Otika means I will tear you. Yeah. You understand? Or I will destroy you. So he will always tell the attacker, if you come now, I will destroy you. So to my greatest surprise, he never allowed any of his children to play. But with my stubbornness and other things, I, I left the house to the camp. So I thank God for everything. Yeah. So why goalkeeper? Your father was an attacker. Um, why, did, I, why did Chabaka decide to be a goalkeeper? Yeah, I was also an attacker before. It was condition that made me change. You understand? When I was playing, I was good. I was good. I'm the, I was the best player in my secondary school. In my streets, I was the best player in my village, everywhere in Imo State. Mm. All the whole secondary school in Imo State, they know me very well. As, a, as an attacker? Yes, even sometimes some, some other schools, they will come to my school to take our principal to, to, to take me so I can go and play for them. You understand? So, um, there is this academy that I was I was playing with. He won't do academy. So my coach, one day we were playing a game. So the goalkeeper got tired. You understand? And she was the only goalkeeper that, that came down very day. So I told my coach, okay, I can go and help her. So my coach was like, 
what is she saying? Can you, you are a player, so why do you want to go and keep? So I told the coach, I can just help. I'm not a goalkeeper, but she's tired. And she have um, considered like 12 goals. Let me just go and help her. Yeah, we've already lost. So the coach was like, okay, he's watching. So when I entered, I I made some saves, some funny saves. So when I came out, so he was like, have you kept before? So I told him sometimes when I'm playing with my brothers, if there is no space for me to play because they will enjoy me, I'll just go to the post. So I have some ideas. So he was like, okay, then now that I will start keeping. So I will, I will be assisting the other girl. So I was like, no, 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 sir. I don't want to be a goalkeeper. So he now gave me a condition that if I agree with him that I will make the team because we were preparing to go for elimination, festival elimination. That was 2012. Okay. Yeah, so he was like, if you agree with me, you will make the team. But if you refuse, you will not make the team because there are a lot of senior players and I won't bench them for you. You understand? But if I start keeping, that he'll make a space for me. That I have the height, I have the heart, everything. So I was... From the, from the beginning, I was scared. I said no. I injured myself, my fingers, my wrists. Then I was keeping with bare hands. When they score me, he will flog me so I can be strong. So from there, he bought gloves for me. So that was how I started keeping. Was yeah, I, I got a lot of encouragement. So I said, okay, I think I just have to continue with it. What was the name of this coach? Coach Alex. So, Coach Alex is responsible for producing two far Falcons goalkeeper, Chiavaka Natuzi, instead of being a left winger yes. or a striker. Yes, yes. Wow. Yes, he was. Because I... if, if, if not for him telling me, I would not make the team if I did not turn to a goalkeeper. And for me, I just have to make the team because I want to play. So I decided to switch. So you made the switch to for Echo Twenty Twelve, was it? Yes, yeah. I I started keeping. Um, I think that was two twelve, exactly two twelve. Yeah. You were in the team that came to Lagos. Lagos, that two twelve. Yeah, that twenty twelve, the National Sports Festival. I think it was in Lagos. No, no, it, they didn't. They didn't. They, they didn't um host it again. It was cancelled. Try to remember. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And even if the letter played it, Imo State government said that the girls of Imo State won't play. There is only the the kickboxing, judo, and uh, and handball will go. Yeah. They said female footballers won't go. So we had, I can remember then we were crying, protesting, begging the government to help us, but no good response. Right, so that, that brings me back to um, as a former Super Falcons goalkeeper who said to me um, in one of our podcasts that when she was playing in Nigeria that it was not until she started playing for one particular club did she start getting paid. When did you start getting, when did you get your first income or salary from playing football in Nigeria? If you say salary, then it's reverse angels. But if you say income, mm. it's not. I think that was. Um, 
you know, sometimes like footballers, sometimes we just there's something we call jeng jeng. Mm, I know it. You understand? Yeah. <laughs> maybe a coach will call you, come and play for me. They will just give you maybe three thousand, two thousand. Yeah. But my first big money that I collected from football was twenty four thousand. That was 2015. We went to play a competition in Lagos, Elder Rising Stars. Yeah, they, they gave each player 24,000. So, and my first salary in football, my first constant salary in football was 216 when I started playing for Rivers Angels. Then I was, yeah, I was collecting, let me say, 50,000 per month. Yeah. You see, you you clearly clearly love football, and then you also love um, being in goal. If if what would you say to an an eleven year old, a twelve year old, fifteen year old girl starting out now? How how would you what would you what would you advise be to, um, to this person that is looking looking up to people like you, Ortega? Um, Oshuala, um, Nad- all, all of these Super Falcon stars now, what would be your advice to these young girls coming up? Okay, my advice is um, first of all, being a footballer is not easy. You know, sometimes people watch us on the screen, they'll say, ah, I can do this, but no, it's not easy. First of all, you have to be, you have to be strong spiritually. Because football is all about big heart. Mm. You understand? You have to develop big, develop the big heart. You understand? And again, just have to keep your head up. Never allow what you've gotten or what you've made get into your head. You understand? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And again, hard working. You understand, but sometimes I don't believe in hard working. You understand, I believe in God's grace because I've seen so many hard working people mm. been working hard every day, but they are still where they are. Why some people they will just come out and they will just make it? So I believe in God's grace. First of all, prayers, yeah, hard working, um, dedication, and sometimes every day if you go to training, just try to perfect one thing. Don't just go to the field and run and dribble and score. No, try to perfect on one thing. You understand? Yeah. Football is just like a it's just like a staircase. You take it one by one. Don't you don't just jump. You understand? So they should keep working hard. They should keep believing in God. And they should try to perfect their imperfections. Yes, no one is perfect, but I believe you can perfect something. In football, yeah, football. But there is perfection in football. You understand? So that is just it. I, it, it, it something you described now gives me the impression that um, you are somebody who is very particular about training, training schedules, and the stuff that happens in training. Can you compare and contrast the training you are experiencing now at Paris FC with the stuff that you got? At Rivers Angels and at your some of your young young matches that you played before. Um, let me start with the young young match. You know, then our coach will just take us to the field after warm up, straight eleven aside. Straight. 
we don't then we don't learn things then you understand mm-hmm. we don't learn anything in my academy i don't know for others but you in my own academy that i play jump jump with our coach he don't teach us anything he'll just take us to training so we just after one more we start playing 11 as like during the match there you just play what you know you understand then in rivers angels yes we have good set of coaches they teach us sometimes um we do um physical sometimes we we'll play 11 aside just to perfect what we've been learning mm-hmm. but um, above all and again in rivers you know nigeria um, let me just say africa we have this natural strength we believe in strength and um, again if the pattern of football we play there is not the pattern of football we play here okay. you understand so i think difference is very they are very very clear yes i've seen the difference yes what's the major one um the major one facilities major facilities one. the pitch um it's okay yes yes facilities in all around not just the pitch and everything mm. yeah how did you adapt everything. how did you adapt to this to um walking into every day you come into training you're walking into this mega gym where you can do anything you want you can use any machine you want um first of all i will also give kudos to nff for giving us good coaches and the national team that have made us to know those things before going outside mm. yeah yeah like all the training i've been receiving here they are not new to me i've known them like from nigeria okay. you understand i've known them from nigeria and even though our clubs don't have gyms sometimes we go for our personal training you understand mm-hmm. to maybe yeah nothing is new nothing is new yeah nothing is new the only thing i adapted to was the weather yeah that <laughs> That is, that would have been easy. I can't say the language because you can't adapt to the language. Yeah, nothing is different. Nigeria is just like here. Nothing. We even train harder than than the white. Yeah. Yeah. Like, not harder. We train longer, like for a longer time. Like in Nigeria, you will train for like two hours plus. But here, one and a half hour is okay for them. Two yeah. Hours probably in the sun ah <laughs> you've been niger now you suppose no what's up now yeah yeah but it's good it's good it's to build us and it's to mold us mm. yeah so it's prepared you know, it's prepared you for this yeah sure sure you know when when my coach used to train me i will i will be crying i will like ah, this coach is wicked but i don't know they are doing a good thing for me you understand mm-hmm. yeah when they score me my coach will tell me hey go around the field two times i will be going out like ah, this coach is wicked but i don't know that they are doing a good thing for me they are trying to make you have the big heart <sighs> yeah let me back up you know your opening game in the world cup when you came out and you all lined up to 
for the national anthem. Can you even try and remember how you were feeling when the Nigerian national anthem was playing and you know you were starting your first senior World Cup match? Wow. Um, first of all, I used to tell people that used to say, I hate Nigeria. I used to tell them, yes, you hate Nigeria, but if you're a footballer and put and you're putting on that jersey, that green, white, green, mm. and you are singing or you are reciting your national anthem in crowd, mm. ah, you must love Nigeria. So they were like, wow, like that song, that anthem is, 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 is like, I don't know, it's a spiritual song that whenever you are singing it in a crowd or when you are representing your country, mm. there is this spirit that will just come inside you. I don't know about others, but whenever I'm reciting that anthem, my love for Nigeria grows bigger. You understand? Mm. And when I look up and see some of the NFF members and look around and see myself on the screen, I'm like, wow, the whole world is watching. I always feel I'm in the war front. Mm. I, don't know, I don't know how to explain this feeling, but I think that's the, the feeling is wow. On the way, you said she cried the first time. Mm-hmm. I didn't cry. I don't. I don't always cry whenever I'm reciting the anthem. But whenever I'm, I'm reciting this anthem, I feel different. I feel like a different person. Yeah. So, so it's a powerful it's a powerful feeling at that time just before the game even as I'm talking to you now I'm just feeling somehow like that anthem is something else it's something else yeah ah, so. like there is this place to serve our fatherland mm-hmm. with love and strength and faith that's it whenever yeah yes yeah it's a powerful song it's it will develop your strength to give you morale to push you oh, so many things so many things it would just feel like killing yourself on that pitch sacrificing yourself for the country yeah but how did you people react or how did you react to not qualifying for the olympics it must have been a shock to your system so I can fall in and never come out again. And if it's like it was like a dream. I was blinking my eyes so I can wake up. But ah, I realized it was dream. That was that was the worst shock I've ever had in football. I never believed what my eyes saw. I cried. I was like God why? I was like God why? You know Olympics is um it's not just um it's a competition that comes in every four years mm. so i was like god before that four years again how am i where will i be will i even be opportunity to play again will i be like i was just thinking so many things yeah i, I, I think i think since i started playing football that was one of my dreams that failed that was yeah my only dream that failed i think that olympics yeah because i told god i want to be there but unfortunately we didn't make it 
but I know there is there's still hope. Yeah. There's still hope. Um, you've been at the under 20 the senior World Cup with with time you've got age on your side you also make the Olympics someday so what what other ambition I, I know that the, in one of our interviews you did say you have this ambition to play in the Women's Champions, Champions League and to play for a certain club you still have these ambitions? Yes, yes. One of my biggest dreams is to play in Champions League. I'll be so happy if I if I'm opportunity to play one day in the, in the Women's Champions League. Wow. Yeah. And I'm sure you're working towards it. Listen, Chaga, it's been fantastic and I do absolutely um I'm so grateful for your for your time to take out time from your schedule to come on your sports normal podcast listen all of us all of us everybody that is listening and all of us at acsports.com we wish you the very best and hope that all your dreams your plans will come to pass thank you Amen. thanks a lot god bless you yeah you. bless you too. bye bye so there you have it. Um, it was a proper privilege to have um, Paris FC and Super Falcons goalkeeper uh, Chiamaka Nadozie in the pod. I hope you enjoyed it. And um, like I always say to you, if you have enjoyed it, do share this podcast, do subscribe, and also feel free to um, get in touch with us get in touch with us via email or on our social media platforms of Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. You can email us at news at acsports.com if you have any comments, any questions and even somebody that you would want us to have on the board. Just get in touch and we'll do our best to get this personality to come on the board with us. My name is Calvin Emeka Onka and it has been my pleasure and privilege to host um, Chamaka Nadoze and for you to listen to us on this show today. Till I come your way again, peace.